0: Welcome, lovely listeners, to Soulstered, stories of growth and the human experience. I'm Emily Garcia. And I'm Casey Clark. We will be your guides on this journey. We are so
1: glad you are here. Each week, we'll come together, sometimes with other incredible thinkers, creators, and adventurers, to generously share stories of self-discovery, recovery, triumph, and what it means to live a life on purpose.
0: No matter where you are in your own journey, Connection is here for you
1: at Soulstir. Settle in, take a deep breath in, and let's inspire each other.
0: Welcome to Soulstir. Hi, and welcome to the Soulstir podcast. I'm Emily.
1: And I'm Casey.
0: And we are here with Soulstir, Stories of Growth and the Human Experience. Today, we are super excited to welcome Mary Gall. Mary is the owner of two businesses, speaker and author of two books, She's a certified business coach who guides entrepreneurs and helps them find practical solutions and new ideas for growth and success. She helps them to see the big picture, prioritize goals and strategies, and help help hold them accountable while having some fun and building joyful profits what a cool introduction. Mary is really amazing. And before we start, I just want to say I have been working with Mary. I am on a peer advisory panel that she facilitates, and I've grown so much
2: because of her. So welcome,
0: Mary. We're so happy to have you.
1: Thank
2: you. Thank you. I am so excited for your podcast and so excited and delighted that I get to be a guest on your podcast.
1: We're thrilled to have you, Mary. So excited to share you with our listening audience. thanks for being here today
2: thank you
0: thank you tell us a little bit about you and what guided you to get to this point in your life
2: yes it's such an interesting journey right when we take time to reflect on how we got to where we are today and uh look at all the fun twists and turns that have shown up in our lives and have gotten us to where we are um i grew up in kansas moved to colorado about 30 years ago and um and met my husband in the apartment building we lived in and we've raised our two children here in colorado Um, and i've worked in various businesses right with marketing communications operations executive assistant so i've had kind of this varied uh work life in in the corporate world right and i got a lot of the The skills that I learned were because I raised my hand whenever there was an opportunity right It's like oh i'll learn that i'll learn how to do that right or I can figure that out. So that's a lot of my journey is just figuring things out as I went and having the opportunities to be able to say I can figure that out, let me do that right sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't, but most of the time I can make it work (laughs) and. um, worked in a big corporate uh, international engineering firm for many years and then took a couple of years off when I, my girls were little. And then I ran a law firm for 10 years and did everything but practice law there. Uh, all the marketing, all the HR, all the IT, I, everything but practice law, which, which was a great learning experience again, because there was lots of opportunities to raise my hand and take on a new project, right? Um, one of the things I love about myself is that I do like a challenge and I do like being creative. So. If I am stuck in doing the same thing over and over for too long, I get bored, right? So so, uh, knowing that I need that creative spark or I need some new things happening uh, around me all the time um, has led to a lot of what I've done as well. So when I had been at the law firm for 10 years, I realized I had done everything there that I could possibly do. And I was getting to kind of in that rut of, okay, it's kind of the same old, same old, same old. And um, it was time for me to leave and I had some friends encourage me to start my own business and I was like, why? What? What does that even look like? I don't even know what that is, right? And so I just had somebody tell me to start asking the question, I wonder, and I know Emily, I've shared this with you and you've taken this to heart as well. It's such a powerful question. I wonder, and he's like, just ask yourself, I wonder uh, anything about what you're going to do next, right? I wonder if I'm going to get a job. I wonder if I'll have to commute. I wonder if I'll have a window at my office. I wonder if I will like the people I work with, right? <laughs> so just kept asking, I wonder, and staying open to whatever showed up. Mm-hmm. And then the most random things kept showing up in random places. Like I, I didn't really know what a virtual assistant was at the time because I was working in the corporate world. So... We hired temps, right? If we needed somebody to come in and do some work for us, but, but this virtual assistant thing kept popping up in random places like at my child's middle school book fair, there was a book about how to start a virtual assistant company. What? (laughs) Okay, universe, thank you for putting that in my lap, right? Um, and in a magazine or, you know, in a webinar I was on or something like that. So I just, I started looking into that and I was like, Ooh, i've got all the skills to do that i could start that business so i did i jumped into entrepreneurship 10 years ago with my first company which is the gift of time which is virtual assistant company and started getting clients i was like this is great this is easy right i love this and lots of creativity because you're working with new people and new projects all the time but then in about six months i hit capacity which a good problem to have but it's also a problem because you're then you realize how do i get this past myself i can't take on more clients i don't have any more hours or energy in the day so how do i grow past myself Mm. and i struggled with that for about six months until i met a business coach that i just instantly clicked with and hired them joined a peer advisory board started taking some courses and workshops, and within a year, I had completely shifted my model of my business by getting that outside guidance, right? I knew it was possible. I knew I had done it for other companies that I had worked for as an employee, but I, when it was my own business, I just couldn't see the forest for the trees, right? So um, so I needed that outside perspective and um, fell in love with the being a coachee, and seeing what my coaches could do for other business owners. And then when they decided to license their their processes, I was like, yes, I wanna be able to help other people through this process, just like I went through, right? So, um, so then I got certified eight years ago as a business coach and now that's where I spend the majority of my time is really helping other entrepreneurs see their blind spots. Because we can't see what we can't see, right? We don't know what we don't know. So um, I just absolutely love it because every conversation I have is different. Every conversation is, you know, I get to be creative and use my natural gifts and talents that that bring joy to my soul um, in every day that I get to work with people. So I just am so happy that I found my way to this career path, right? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where I am. And then I've written a couple of books and I love to speak and, have events. And yeah, I just get to do all the fun, creative stuff that I,
1: that
0: I love to do. Wow. (laughs) I love that. You said I would raise my hand back when you were Mm -hmm. at the law firm, raise Mm -hmm. my hand and figure things out. And that's exactly why you have all of these different things that you do, because raising your hand is such a brave thing to do when you don't know what that thing is. And like, maybe I'll succeed. Maybe I'll fail. I have no idea.
2: Right. Right. And it really does come down to trusting yourself that you can figure things out.
1: Yeah.
2: Right. When I started the law firm, I started as a part-time receptionist. It was like two days a week because my kids were little at home. And I was like, okay, yeah, I can go into an office and get some adult conversation and that, you know, that'll be fine. So on my first day, I noticed that their website had some typos in it and they're like, oh, you know, can you fix that? I was like, I don't know anything about websites. <laughs> what are you talking about? And then I was like, "Well, there's a class I can take on how to, you know, write HTTP HTTP code." So mm-hmm. I actually took a coding class to figure it out and learned it. So, you know, the yeah. fact that they trusted me to take the class and then figure out how to update their website backend of the code, you know, I was like, "I've never done that before. I trust that I can learn things." And so, sure, I'll give it a whirl. You know.
1: <laughs> There are so many things to love about your opening story, Mary, the the trust in yourself, Mm -hmm. the willingness to raise your hand and be courageous like that without knowing the answers, like your belief in yourself and your own curiosity, the trust that you expressed in the universe, being open to co-leading with the universe and listening for the signals that it was sending so that you could follow and find the path And I love when you said, it was time for me to grow beyond myself. Mm -hmm. What a line, like, how does a person know when they're in a moment where what needs to happen is to grow beyond oneself?
2: Yeah. I mean, there's that feeling of (laughs) stuckness, boredom, lack of, you know, just joy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And. When every day, you know, you get to the end of the month and you're like, what even happened this month? Every day, every week, just kind of, kind of becomes the same routine,
1: yeah. right?
2: You get to work and you don't even realize how you drove there because it's so routine. You're just on autopilot and, um, you know, and then it's Friday night. and You're like, wow, what happened to this week? And, uh, and a real eye opener for me was when I took a course called the Pinnacle uh, Productivity Course. It's one of the courses that I teach in the pinnacle success system, and it's all about how to manage your time. But in there, we break down time into these buckets. And so we have pinnacle time, personal time, prep time and purge time.
1: Mm. And the
2: personal time was such an eye opener for me. I actually cried in the course because I was just like they were like, what's your personal time in my mind? I'm thinking personal time is when I'm not working, right? So I was like, okay, uh, personal time is when I'm, you know, fixing dinner for the kids, or you know, going to the grocery store, or doing laundry, housework, those kind of things, right? And then, <laughs> so I'm writing that down in my workbook. And then the instructor was like, "And personal time is not laundry, taking care of others, <laughs> grocery shopping." I'm like, "Oh, oh, what are the things that bring you joy?" Mm. And I did not know what to write. I couldn't write anything. Because I had lost sight of that because I was a mom and a volunteer and a wife and a sister and a daughter and all of those roles that we all play. Mm -hmm. And I had lost sight of what brings me joy, what refills my battery. And so I really had to put some thought into that question and then work intentionally to put that back in my life. So I, I started a book club in my neighborhood and we're going strong seven years later so i get to build relationships and connection with the women in my neighborhood and read books that i might not have and have great discussions and drink some wine too right (laughs) but but we really do have great discussions and and so because i used to love to read but i had kind of let that go and i was only reading business books right which is okay but it's not doesn't bring you joy all the time right so so i was like i love to read i love to discuss books so let me start a book club and then the other fun thing i added back into my life was um paddle boarding right so we had done that sporadically with our girls and um i just love being on the water and in the water and so started on the water networking that summer and started inviting my my uh people from my network to come paddleboard with me on friday mornings um and just absolutely love that. It brings me such joy to have conversations with entrepreneurs and be out on the water, in the water, in nature. And on a Friday morning when everybody else is going to work and we get to go and play. So it's just so much fun.
1: I love that so much. You're so cool. I want I, well, I, I to be friends after today. And I have yes. so many curiosities. Yes. What I hear you saying that I want to punctuate for people because I think it's so important is you change the questions. Yes. change the questions and you change your life. So yes. many of us approach like that feeling of stagnation and stuckedness and sort of emptiness inside with how can I make more money or mm-hmm. how can I serve the world more or how can I, write?" And your question was, where's my joy? Yeah. What's my joy? And how do I get more of that? And then again, the universe rose up to meet you there mm-hmm. because of course it wants it to be easy right. and it's dying to love us. And so you follow your joy and all those things you need to run your life follow is what yes. I'm saying. Is that Has that been true for you?
2: Yes, it is. It's so true. And it seems so simple to say it. It is a big leap of faith to say, let me reach out to some neighbors and see if they want to talk to me once a month or read a book. Because <laughs> <laughs> I knew them, we'd say hi, you know, in the park or whatever, but to say can you come to my home or can i come to your home and let's start a group it was it took some coordination right it takes somebody to coordinate that to begin yeah. with and somebody to step up and say i think this could be fun for all of us yeah. you know so so there's that salesperson piece we all think we are we're not sales people but we are we sell people we sell ourselves all the time right mm-hmm. which is another leap of faith and and courage that you have to have whether it's you want to talk to a neighbor or you want to have a date or you, you know, whatever it is, you're negotiating with your kids. You have to make those sales conversations. And when you can do that from a place of joy, it just makes everything easier. Right.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm hearing like the voice of a cynic in the background of my mind right now that's going. So I come to you and I say, I want to launch my own business. I want to be an entrepreneur. How do you help? And you're saying, start a book club with my neighbors and start paddleboarding on Friday morning. Like, (laughs) help me link this up for those of us who don't know what you know, you know? Right, right.
2: No, that's not the first step I would tell you to take. But I would tell you to also do something that brings you joy while you're building your business. Because building a business is not easy. No matter what anybody tells you, and no matter how many webinars and Instagram post you see that says, Oh, I can get you to hundred K in five weeks or whatever it is. Right. There's a lot of work to make that happen.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: it can be sometimes a little bit of soul draining work, you know, cause we have to make those sales calls. We have to put ourselves out there. We have to do, do some things that maybe are not in our giftedness and, um, and that's fine to push ourselves out of our comfort zone. right? But at the same time, if you can find something that brings you joy either brings you joy in the in the business that you're building, I would I, I encourage everybody to build a business that brings them joy in the first place. Right. Don't start building a business and you don't even like what you're doing. Right. That's not going to get you very far. Um, so but, but also build something into your personal life that brings you joy at the same time. Right. It can be something very simple. It could be I love reading right or i love cooking so okay i'm going to try a new recipe every friday night right Mm -hmm. i'm going to work hard on my business monday through friday friday night i love cooking so i'm going to have a friend over for dinner and you know make a new recipe or something like that right so something that's joyful for you
1: yeah
2: and build that in at the same time so that your life is doesn't become swallowed up by your business and the stress of building the business right
1: Yeah.
2: um And then, yeah, finding the joy in what you do and how to tap into what is your, we teach a a class called Pinnacle Gift, right? So what are your natural gifts and talents that make you unique from everybody else? Even if you're a real estate agent and there's 28,000 real estate agents in Colorado, how do you sell a home that's unique to you because only you have your gifts and talents, right? So how do we pull those out of you and then use that to set yourself apart and then when you're using those pieces of yourself then you know that you're going to have more joy because you're in your natural gifts and talents you're in that natural flow of things right you get to show up authentically and then no matter what you do if you're showing up authentically then you get to have more joy in your life right because things are easier and you don't have less stress and less struggle
1: such wisdom, such wisdom. I hear you saying, like, create your business from the inside out. Yes. More than the outside in, which is where I think many of us get tangled up, you know? Yes. Foc- yes. Focusing on who we're going to please or interest or sell external to us rather than what would feel good to me. Right. What would make me feel alive and generated? How do I feel like my presence in the world really matters? Yes. I love that. Love that.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I do too. I think I'm just so happy that I found the system and then have learned to evolve the system. And, um, you know, it's just, it shows up in, in everything that I do in my work, which is just you know, one of the reasons I get to be so happy and joyful, because I, I found this, right? And not everybody finds it. And right. not everybody has the opportunity to make it work, right? So so I I don't take it for granted, um, you know, but I, I'm just really blessed to. I,
1: I blessed hear to you being I'm humble. Doing. And yeah. I also hear you, you created this. It's because of who you are, and what you know about yourself and trust about yourself and the strengths in yourself that you believe in. Yes, so that you've attracted what you now have mm-hmm. and what you've created. Yeah, I'm I'm just in awe of you. I'm impressed. Yes.
2: Well, thank you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> it hasn't always been easy, and I want people to understand that, right? So, when you're hearing me talk, you know, I've been running a business for ten years and eight years simultaneously, and and there are days when I'm just like, I want to go work at Starbucks or I want to go be a greeter at Walmart. I don't want to do this anymore, right? Mm-hmm. So, I, I just want people to realize you're seeing me you know the front of stage like here's here's everything's wonderful and it's i get to have joy in my life but there are real struggles to running a business and so that's one of the reasons why you need a business coach is because you will have those days where you're like i don't want to do this i'm overwhelmed i'm stressed out i can't get my clients to buy things or whatever it is um and i can't find the joy in my business anymore and so that's when you need somebody else to kind of remind you Mm -hmm. of what brings you joy in your business and how we can bring that joy you know i'm starting a new project called joyful profits so how can we make profit being joyful right because a lot of times service-based businesses heart-based businesses feel a little guilty about making money, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stories and a lot of issues around mm-hmm. making money and I just want to serve people and I just want to do that. Well, that's great. And you can serve people and make profit, joyful doing profits. It. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can make, have a bigger impact with that money that you make, right? So then you could start a charity. You could donate to charity. You could give back in so many more ways in bigger ways because you're making a profit and it can be joyful and impactful, right? So it doesn't have to be an or, we can have all those and, and, ands. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I, I love helping people figure out and really going back and saying, there will be rough days, but what brings us joy? Let's stay focused on that, touch back in with that on a regular basis. And then mm-hmm. how are we stepping up to be authentic and unique in what you do and what we offer people?
1: I love that. That's as, a, as a service yes. professional and helper and healer, I'm thrilled to learn that I might be able to achieve some financial comfort as well. Yeah. Yes. To just be a martyr in the world.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yes. For that Being permission. a martyr does not bring joy.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Joy.
0: <laughs> I have said to people that running a business is not for the faint of heart because it's like a roller coaster. There are days where you're like on top of the world and you're like, look what I did and I'm helping people. And then days where you're like, am I even good at this? Right. <laughs> do, I know, do I know what I'm doing? Does anyone want what I'm providing? Mm-hmm. And I love that you, Mary, that your focus is on connection, celebration, and joy. Yes. And- it really is such a beautiful way to look at things. I'm curious, why
2: is celebration so important? I have my book, which is Vitamin C3 for Business. So it's connect, contribute, and celebrate your way to success. So I was working with a really great friend of mine and he's a writer and a fiction writer. And he was working on a novel and I said, oh, he's like, I need a writing buddy, just somebody to write with me so I stay on track. And I was like, oh, I'll do that, I like writing. So for a year we met at a coffee shop once a week for an hour did writing prompts and i you know many times i was like this is a waste of my time being creative right i like, <laughs> got work to do but i'm driving to the coffee shop and i'm spending time writing but in that year I learned I'm not a fiction writer because I could not set a scene and have a conversation between characters. One character would just start monologuing all the time. It's like I know I don't I can't write conversations. But uh, so I was like I need to just tell my story right or give give my uh, knowledge away. So I these words though kept coming up in random ways through whatever story prompt we were working on was connect, contribute, and celebrate kept coming up all the time and so i started noticing it's like hmm what what what's up with those three words and then i was like well if i'm if i'm if i'm gonna write a book that helps helps people gives people advice right then why not do it around those three words so then that's where this book idea came from right so this year of being creative came up with this book and connection and celebration are really how I've shown up my whole life. Looking back at even, you know, in junior high and high school, I used to throw theme parties for my friends, and (laughs) randomly, because it's a black and white day, so let's have a black and white party or whatever. So it's just always, I've always been able to gather people together, have some kind of celebration and build those connections with people, right? It's always been very important to me. I come from a large family. We're super tight. There's a lot of connections there between our family and our friends and, you know, these kind of concentric circles around us. And so it's always just been part of who I am and how I show up. And when I got out in the larger world and realized, oh, not everybody has this. Not everybody does this. And knowing the joy and peace and calm that it brings to me, how can I share that with other people? Right? Mm-hmm. So how can I even in a simple way, help people connect to each other? Right? So my first book is about throwing a dinner party. <laughs> so it's called the guests are here and it's, um, helpful hints for easy, enjoyable, entertaining. So nothing to do with business, but it was something that is so, it's so important to me to connect over a meal. And invite people into your home, and you know, or even if it's just family, and having that time to share that connection space for an hour over a meal, right? And I think that's what I believe in my heart that's what's gonna solve the world's problems. If we could sit down and connect to each other for an hour and have a real conversation, or even a light conversation, but you're sitting down as human being to human being. It just makes all the difference in the world to be connected to other people. So, so it's just always been part of who I am. And um, but that ultimate belief that connection is what will solve the world's problems you know, eventually yeah. to take it to the super high level. Right. Um, we're meant to be connected. We're not we're not soul animals. We are, you know, herd animals or whatever right? tribe animals. So um, we need we need that connection to each
1: other. We were born to be in relationship with each other. Oh, yeah. I agree you wholeheartedly. Yeah. Connection is the medicine that will save the world. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
0: I have your book here. Would it be okay, okay if I share a quote from it? One of your yes. tips. Yes. So yes. the book is called Vitamin C3 for Business, 52 Ideas to Connect, Contribute, and Celebrate Your Way to Success. This is tip number five. Share your story. We learn and share history through our stories. A well-told story can be remembered for months or years. Our brain expects a story to have a beginning, middle, and end. Sharing your story allows you to get clear on what happened, share the knowledge you have gained, and give meaning to your experiences. Sharing can make you feel vulnerable. After all, you are opening up the shell so that people can have just a small glimpse into the real you. You are only human. With our own weaknesses, insecurities, and fears, it is through this common human vulnerability that we can connect with others in the deepest way. Those listening may relate to something you have been through, and you now have the ability to connect over something on a much more personal level. I love that. Yes.
2: Yes. That just gave me goosebumps, which means for me, that's a universal truth, right? So it's been a while since I read my own book. So thank you for reading that to me again and reminding me that there's some really good stuff in there. Yes. there is. <laughs> and that was exactly
0: why we wanted to start this podcast, because stories really are, they're scary to share. And when you do, you connect with people on such
2: a deeper level.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes
2: it's so true it's so true and it does take that you know a little bit of vulnerability and trust that it's okay to share even if that person doesn't react the way you want them to um it's okay because you you stepped up and you did what you needed for your soul right to try and make that connection to the person right and we're in a very divided and divisive world right now and so it it's going to take a lot of those mini connections to build a true connection with people because everybody's got their guard up, right? And so so it just takes that constant vulnerability to try and build some connection in some way, and it may not look how you think it's going to look, but but even those little micro micro connections can make a big difference in the long run. Mhm. Yeah. That's,
1: it's like be willing to go first. Not yeah. waiting for others to pass some sort of trust test. Yes. Be willing to show up and be seen and share what is on your heart and what your truth is. And then I'm hearing you say you watched others sort of enroll and mm-hmm. follow and and rise up to meet you in that place because you were willing to raise your hand oh. and open your heart and be seen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes that reminds
2: me i think this quote is in the book as well um and i got it from another book and i cite the book that it's from but there's a quote in there and it said um be the kind of person that walks into a room and instead of saying hey here i am say oh there you are right Um, is that slight shift
1: i love Um, that
2: i know i love that quote too and i that's why i put it in my book too because i was like that's just such a powerful shift of It's not about me, it's about you, right? And it's a quick, simple way that we can remind ourselves to make that connection with somebody else and put them, you know, in our spotlight uh, of love and grace and light um, so that they feel that connection from us. Yeah, there you are. Yeah, there you are. So Here I am. Yeah. (laughs) Love that. Yeah, yeah. And that can apply to your business as well, right? When you're doing your marketing, when you're doing your... You know, having a conversation about your business. If you say, oh, there you are, and you're talking to them where they are versus here I am and here's everything that's great about me, right? Yeah. It's a different conversation that you can have in your sales conversations or with your clients, with your with your customers. So
1: So cool. So cool. I wanted to ask you, I'm curious. I too am a coach. I'm a certified coactive and a certified relationship systems coach. Yeah. What does it mean to be a business coach?
2: Yes. So I focus just like you have your modalities and your things that you're really entrenched in in helping your clients through. That's what I get to do as a business coach. Right. So I'm focused on I am there are business coaches that focus only on certain areas of your business, like a sales coach or, you know, a marketing coach or something like that. I'm kind of a all around coach (laughs) because I Mm -hmm. I know that we come as to our businesses as whole people um, Mm -hmm. with all kinds of things that we need in our business right so because i have such a wide variety of skills and experiences in my business career uh, even in my working career um, i got to do a lot of things so i know how systems work in your business and i know which systems you know i can give you a good um idea of how to set up the systems in your business, all the different systems, whether it's people and teams or financial systems or marketing systems or operation systems. So I've I've used it myself and then now I get to help other other people with really finding out where where they need to focus most that's going to make the biggest impact in their business. But really, then I if they have a lot of life stuff going on, then that's when I can refer them to people like you and say, you know. I can't help with the life stuff. I can help with the business stuff, the strategies, tactics, and some mindset stuff, but really if it's too deep into the mindset or or other issues that they're dealing with that are holding them back, then that's when I refer them out to other people because that's not my wheelhouse. That's not my gift. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and yet still, it sounds like you're, you come from a philosophy of like who you are is how you lead, which is what we get from Brene Brown's work and dare to lead. Like you take yourself into the business you're developing. Yes, and so we need to start with you and your whole yes. self and what it is you're trying to create. And then it sounds like you gathered a uh, truckload of intelligence and information from all of your years, like running the law firm and beyond mm-hmm. um, and can help people with the setup and design of all of those different aspects. How do I put my whole self into what I'm creating for my business? hmm Yes.
2: Yes, exactly. That's one of the things I fell in love with about the Pinnacle Success System is it's four parts, but it starts with what's your pinnacle gift? What makes you unique? So that every person's journey starts from where they are and who they are in their, in their soul, right? Yeah. And then we go into how do you spend your time so that you get to spend time in your giftedness. And then we go into what's your offering, pinnacle offering. So then we figured out now we know who you are what lights you up now we know how much time you want to spend getting lit up and then then let's figure out what your offer is that makes that that ties into who you are and what lights you up and who are the clients that you want to work with and then we work on a process creating some kind of intellectual property that helps you tie all those things together and then nobody else in the world can market that thing because it's based on who you are yeah who else has exactly that thing right so I, I just have loved that whole process and walking people through that process because it really does allow you to create a business that's based on joy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, it's a gift. I hear you giving too, which is yes. to say you you are on purpose in this life just by being alive. Yes. Mm-hmm. Let me help you find what your gift is and package it so that you can begin giving it away. Because yes. your life and your intention and vision for life matter. There's someone else out there who needs to connect with what you have to give, and I can help you get yeah. yourself situated to make that connection.
2: Yes, yes. So the the second C in the book is it's connect, contribute, and celebrate. Right. So so it it doesn't do us any good to just keep gathering all this knowledge and and understand who we are. Unless we can give that back and share that with other people, right? That contribution back to our clients or to society or whatever it is, right? So the contribution part, the contribute part is just as important as the connection and the celebration, right? So finding a way to package it and then give it back to people. And that's, you know, in the hero's journey too, right? So you go, you learn the lesson, then you have to bring it back to the village and share it with other people. So it's all built upon the same principles, but, but sometimes we we forget that step and, um, and we get lost it along the way, right? So that's where I can be the guide in the hero's journey of your business too.
1: Absolutely. Who was it that said the, the work of your life is discovering your unique gift and the purpose of your life is giving that gift away?
2: Yes, I have that attributed to Pablo Picasso. And I of do my too. Quotes. Yes, but yeah. Yes. So I'm not sure if he said it or the <laughs> internet has said he said it, but I do love that quote. Yes.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, Mary, it has been such a joy having you here. Thank you for joining us today. Thank we you. are going to put a link in the show notes to all of your social media, your website. People can go there to learn about the services you offer and where to find your book. Mm-hmm. So. For our listeners, join us each week. We are releasing an episode every week. Subscribe, download, tune in, tell your friends. You can check us out on Instagram at Soulstirred Podcast. We are so thankful that you were here today. Thank you so much, Mary. Thank you. Thanks, Mary.
1: Bye-bye, everybody. Mm-hmm. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on this episode of Soulstirred, stories of growth and the human experience. We hope our stories have touched your heart and sparked reflections in your own journey.
0: Remember, while we are therapists, we are not your therapists, and this podcast is not a substitute for therapy. If you find yourself in need of professional support, please don't hesitate to seek it. Your well-being is important, and there are professionals out there who are ready to help.
1: We encourage you to carry the spirit of growth and connection with you. Life is a continuous journey, and we're honored to be part of yours.
0: Stay tuned for more captivating stories in the episodes to come. Until then, take care of yourselves and each other.